Hello, hi, and welcome to our second video. Woo! We are We Are Not Frauds, and as We Are Not Frauds, our vision is to create a community space where young people can have a conversation about gender, gender-based violence, and rape culture. In addition, we also aim to positively influence the Zimbabwean youth to move together to create a safe environment for gender discrimination and gender-based violence victims. That's not an easy intro. But hey guys, this is our second video. Woo! And in today we are actually going to be addressing the accountability post that we ended our year last year. That was actually our last post. But as of this moment in time, it was removed. It is not on our page because it was removed by Instagram. However, there was another page that did repost it for us. And it is in our Twitter feed as well, which we will link down below if you want to go check out the post that we are addressing today right so i think the accountability post like i think we need to because it's not really on our page instagram page which is the way our main following is we need to kind of explain the background to it makes sense all right can i go yeah <laughs> okay so i i truly truly believe that sometimes the best way to explain to people what's going on to put a mirror to society like don't say anything don't create don't write an essay don't give ideas just be like look look at this and if you can argue that then you're crazy and also it was just a thing of we, we realized that when we check like the stats for our posts it's usually the headlines people seeing the realities of the situation and less the statistics and stuff that makes them pay attention so i think for me that post really needed to happen because you can go around in circles trying to explain rape culture to people, but they always deny it. And when you put evidence of it in their faces without saying anything else, then it's very difficult to deny. And I think that was the intention just for people to see that A, it's real, B, it's people that you kiki with and that it's, it's something that needs to be addressed. That's true. I agree with uh, Nashia because I think especially with the point of it's people you know, it becomes like really real when uh, you realize that it's people who you kiki with in your circles, people who you ha 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 with all the time, give high fives to. Like it's the same people who wake up the next day after a party and like post something on their status or story like ha ha last night was such a blur, but they probably like sexually assaulted 5,000 girls, you know, that type of thing. So I think like just making it reality for people to see that these are people in your circles and this is the stuff that you guys tolerate and let slide so like what do you think about that i think but like also in general it wasn't just about just like the people because in most of if you look at most of the examples like so most of the like twitter handles or wherever we got from they were removed it was mainly to show people examples of what people are saying because we are kind of done a lot of educate educating people of like they're gonna like this you know on our page but it was example there was example of enabling your friends there was examples of protecting your friends there was examples about making it a joke you know like like for, there were i think the one that stood out was like oh you know form threes go back a breaks going to be so boring like that was an example it was an example of what people say and that it is wrong to say that yeah, like it wasn't i feel like our intention wasn't necessarily to say oh my goodness these are terrible people um stop being friends with them but i feel as if something that's completely lacking 
within our circles and within our community, which is the Zimbabwean community as a whole, is that there is no accountability. And I think we don't check ourselves and we don't check each other. And we don't check each other with the small things. We, check, we tend to check each other with the big things, you know, when it becomes a huge problem. But it starts with the small things. I mean, like the big things are usually like posts on nudity or things like that. But these are tiny little things that you say that add up to a character, the character of a person. I mean, calling it out is something that we don't do. And I feel like that's something that we're trying to encourage as a page. And like, that's a step that we're taking. I just feel like one of the main things that we, we, we are trying to achieve is this idea that people cannot just say things that perpetuate rape culture or do things that perpetuate rape culture and feel comfortable doing them. Because these people who are included in that post didn't just post it because they, they could. They posted it because they were comfortable enough to know that people, some people would approve of what they posted. And furthermore, it wouldn't cause them problems that they posted it. And lastly, that they would probably face no consequence for what, for what they posted. And we don't want to, uh, an environment where people are comfortable making other people uncomfortable. You know, at, at the very least, you should have the, the decency to understand that um, some people may feel triggered by, by you know, mentions of sexual assault, mentions of rape, mentions of gender discrimination because of the experiences that they've had. And you have a choice to not make them uncomfortable. And, and it's definitely not about people. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, like it's people really think that it was about them like there was some sort of personal vendetta like UANP came for me no it's definitely not like that if you hadn't said anything problematic we were not going to sneak something into your twitter by hacking you you said something and therefore it was called out it really wasn't personal um what do you guys think of uh the boys uh DMing us and commenting under the post saying um well asking us why we didn't message them or dm them when they sent when they sent out their tweets and tell them in private what was wrong instead of airing the tweets and all of that like what do you guys think of that so just a bit of background to that post we are familiar with those boys most of them and we've been having this discussion about rape culture and you know, things that have to do with rape culture and how we need to stop perpetuating rape culture for a very, very, very long time. And it's definitely not the first time that posts like that were questioned, were reprimanded. Um, we, we, we had a stage, you know, as a friend group and, um, you know, in the previous video, if you watch, you'll get to understand that we kind of started off the organization based on some tweets that we had seen and, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, Basically, a lot of those tweets had to do with that those types of tweets that you saw in the post. And those boys, we definitely have tried to approach some of them about the post, uh, both in public and, you know, in DMs. We have tried. We're not going to say we have not tried. And perhaps we didn't try with some of them, but they were definitely called out in some way or the other on Twitter. So it's not for a lack of trying that we that we just, you know, decided to 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 expose them or to, to, to make a scandal. It wasn't a scandal and we weren't trying to do that. We just wanted some sort of accountability for posts that have been made in the past. <laughs> I think also with that, it's like, okay, you want us to, to DM you first, right? But then we can tell from your reaction, had we DM'd you, you would have said, no, I don't want that out there. You're going to ruin my reputation. But then at the end of the day, the 
goal was the same. It's like people are putting things out there and we want to make it a point to say, hey, there are people within our own society and our own community who think like this. Now, if people start DMing you, calling you whatever they're calling you or saying whatever they, their opinions are about what you posted, honestly, assuming none of these people saw your tweet, had they seen your tweet, they would have done that anyway. So yeah, it really, like once you put something on the internet, it's on the internet. Like, it really bothered me how they were, more, they were more upset about their reputation than they were apologetic for what they said and did. And it's like, really? So like you don't actually care about the impact that your words had. You care more about the impact that this post has on your life. Like, no, but usually I think the problem was that we called them out on it. Because the thing is, I think these conversations are had. Like I can't, I will not accept the fact that no one has talked to these gentlemen about rape culture and how one can contribute to rape culture and how your words can be detrimental to a person's mental health or to or how it can bring up trauma. All of this is previous knowledge. But the fact that we have called them out on it is the problem. Because like when they were tweeting, it was fine because it was in the DMs and everyone was like, okay, fine, this is a problem. But then now the fact that we called them out, they're like, my reputation. The thing, people are more concerned about like being called misogynist than actually being misogynist. And that's problematic. Like, why are you okay with being a misogynist? But you're like, don't call me that, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the fact that they went ahead and said, I'm not a rapist. We do not call you rapists. Yes. Yeah, we're not here to call you rapists. That's like reiterating the point that the post was used as examples. Exactly. It was, and we said rape culture. Yes, culture. You are part of the culture of which I'm sorry, but everyone within Zimbabwe has implicit, like we have some misogynistic tendencies, not necessarily just men. I'm not just going to say that. Mm-hmm. Everyone in Zimbabwe is a part of the problem. We're trying to fix... Everyone is trying to fix the problem, not us. We're not going to miraculously fix it. We're trying to start a conversation. We started it, and you just happened to be a case study. And you're like, I'm not really... <laughs> yeah, like, I think just to, like... I think... Can I just say the titles of, like, each of our slides? Because I got the first one. Like, the title of it was, This is how you're contributing to rape culture in Zimbabwe. That was the title. Then the next one was, your jokes normalize rape. Then there's predatory behavior isn't funny either. Then there there was stop enabling your friends. The way you address women and girls matter. And the last one was rape culture in Zimbabwe is fostered by ignorance and tolerance of ideas and views that misrepresent and negatively impact women. They're guilty are always what? They're always afraid. about the people how do you all feel about the people that were saying you didn't include women there's a problem with the way that people react to our posts in general instead of saying okay let me take what i've been given right now they're like what about and this 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 right as though focusing on something excludes another thing you know and like so what y'all think of everyone be of people being like but why aren't you talking about how women um, also contribute to rape culture? The post was not exhaustive. We did not say these are all the tweets that somehow signal um, contributing to rape culture. We did not say that. We said this, ha- this is how you may be contributing to rape culture. And that's a fair analysis. Secondly, while 
um, or, or, you know, um, people in society contribute to rape, rape culture. It was not like we, we went out looking for tweets from men specifically. It just so happened that all the tweets that we found were from men. And it just so happens that um, because we chose tweets from people who are in our circles, who happen to be around the same age as us. And from our experiences, we find that um, boys are the ones mostly tweeting things that could be contributing to rape culture. I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding also on their part because it's like um, this whole idea that I can do misogynistic things, but because they don't fit into my definition of misogynist, which misogynist equals rapist, you can't be calling me that. When it's just a lack of, it's a culture amongst boys to refuse that just because you are not actually raping someone, um, it doesn't mean you're not contributing to a culture that allows that to happen. And it's that fear of being held accountable also, because like I think Nasha said it before, no one said, I believe what I said. No one initially, no one defended what they said. Then it became, okay, you know what? You're actually wrong, you sluts, you broads. You're actually wrong. And it's like, it becomes very obvious that you believe what you believe. And we are telling you that what you believe is wrong and you are prepared to die on the hill of, yeah, don't call me a misogynist, but six, what after 16 is lunch? Okay. I want to say that I think also another thing about the post was, I believe it was meant to put out that message that it's okay to admit that you are wrong. Like there are instances where even I've probably said and done things, I have said and done things that are wrong. And people have called me up and be like, hey, Jane, this isn't okay, you know? And yeah. I accepted and I've been like, oh, okay, yeah, I completely understand. And then I've gone and done my own research and I found out that, oh, okay, yeah, this was really messed up. I accept, I apologize and I move on, you know? And I guess that's what we were also expecting these people to do, to acknowledge that they have done something wrong and it is okay to do something wrong and then do something about it do you get like it happens we all have mishaps okay some of them are just a bit too extreme but I mean we all have times when we express things that are quite misogynistic and we don't realize it because it's embedded in us you know it's been a part of us for a long time we grew up with being told these crazy things and we grew up believing these things and then it takes time to unlearn these things. Another big thing that uh, we need to figure out as a society is, is the fact that when you are being held accountable, you can't then go and bully the people that are holding you accountable just because you don't like what they said. And I'm going to base this on the fact that when we created that post and then, you know, release it, there were two troll accounts that were created. The first one was Meninism Zimbabwe. And the other one was at Fish Bando on Twitter. The first one, Meninism Zimbabwe, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. The idea of meninism doesn't make sense, and I'm not going to elaborate on that. I'm just going to say that feminism stands for equality. Therefore, if you're creating an idea called meninism, you are taking us backwards, and that's not okay. Secondly, any time that any one of us has posted about feminism or something to do with being against rape culture, a troll account has been created of some sort that then goes and says, how can you be saying this when you look like this? How can you be saying this when your forehead, when your nose, when your eyes, when your hair? Like, okay, first of all, internalize what has been said. Think then react with, you know, logical information. Don't just go and attack someone's looks or attack someone's accent, attack things that they can't control. Because when you attack someone um, with things that they can't control, then it just, you know, further 
explains the idea that you don't want to be part of solving the problem of rape culture and you're just causing problems. I think part of your question was they asked us why we didn't talk about women who post things that are misogynistic. And I think that's like a really big issue that we have. And like when we're trying to discuss things like this, it's always what about women? Women do this. Okay, fine, we'll get there. But first you need to acknowledge what you do. At some point, you need to actually deep what you say on social media. You need to deep the effect that it has on people. And you need to really ask yourself, like, why do I believe these things? Can I justify the things that I believe? How harmful are the things that I believe and say and do to the people around me? Because you don't just exist as one person. So yeah, I think that's one thing that people really need to work on I think it's trying to invalidate something by saying what if we talk about this as well and that's a logical fallacy when you come and you're like but men get raped too because you didn't care enough to start a movement why are you crucifying us so just to pause the video for two seconds this logical fallacy that Natsu is referring to is also known as whataboutism and it is something that we are discussing right now on our instagram page so if you want to check that out it'll be in the link below but also we we have a video coming out about whataboutism in the future so definitely stay tuned and subscribe so that you get the notification when we do post that video like what do we think about the positive reactions i mean we did have positive reactions from the post it was nice to know that like we because there's so much, like, there's us that think it, and we're great because we talk about it between our social circle. But I feel like it was nice to see that other people agreed. And, I mean, we had, like, positive feedback already, but it was nice that, like, what we're doing, I don't know how to describe it. Sometimes it's yeah. nice to receive validation, I think. Yeah. So for people to be, like, distinctly remember this because I have little brothers. She said, I'm so disappointed my little brother is on this is on big this list brother. right was it big brother oh my brother is on the and that's so sad i think that of course we're not trying to make everyone sad but that's the type of reaction that's supposed to like warrant change like that brother was supposed to be like oh my sister is upset about this and then react accordingly and like reactions like that just proved that there's a problem and you even you who have sisters like you're problematic uh i think it just kind of reminded us that we're doing this for a reason like not that we constantly need someone to say hey keep it up keep going but it is very nice especially when we're being attacked like Ritendo like pointed out someone can go online and start slut shaming people that he doesn't know but yeah it's just it can be very demotivating and kind of make you question like why you're doing this at all like because people don't have these conversations and it's uncomfortable and it's uncomfortable being the one to start it. It's not like we're the only one starting it, but it's just a very uncomfortable experience because it's something that people don't do. And often enough, especially in Zimbabwe, but the positive uh, comments that we got, it really spurred us on. It spurred me on. Yeah. And with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed our video talking about our accountability post that we posted if you did don't check out our previous video where we introduced the actual organization and if you like us follow us all socials will be linked down below and subscribe to our channel Woo! we'll see you guys in the next one that we do bye now bye